I, I did something crazy where I watched uh, part of one and then part of another and then went back to the other one and then finished the second one. It was really disjointed. So weird. we should record that way. Yeah, totally. We should record up to the middle of Big Lebowski. Yep. Then to talk about the <laughs> beginning of Spinal Tap, then back to Big Lebowski. But not all of the end of Big Lebowski. Just like 20 minutes right. of Big Lebowski, right. then go back to like 5 or 10 minutes uh, we'll talk about let's talk about the very beginning of Big Lebowski, then the middle of Spinal Tap, then the very end of Big Lebowski, then the very beginning of Spinal Tap, then the middle of Big Lebowski, <laughs> then the end of Spinal Tap. Right, right. Sounds good. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, um, so Parker, I, I, I are we are we recording? First off, no. No, we're watching the deleted scenes of Spinal Tap as we speak. As we speak, okay. We're, we're no, talking. yes, we are recording. Okay, so um, we got to do something for Jim because uh, he came to me and asked me because apparently you impersonating whiny Luke asking where C three PO could be nearly sent his car careening into an abutment. <laughs> like he it's, thought it was so funny. I, I practice that one a lot. I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be modest about this. That one was <laughs> one that. Would get stuck in my head as a kid, and I would do it over and over again. So, so what I'm going to need you to do is just, just you. Yeah. So he can crop it out and make it a ringtone. You got to do, you got to do that. All right, go ahead. C3PO, oh, where could he be? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. That's the, that's that's for you. Jim. I, I used to that's I used to you, clip to, I used to clip together all the uh, um all all the awkward Luke scenes, and we had it on a ta- on a cassette tape. <laughs> Like, like when he was like, I care. When, like when, when she goes, when she goes, all he all he cares about is his dumb ship or something. Like Leia says, right? To to Han Solo and storms out, and then Luke just goes, I care. <laughs> and you're like, just just stop. Luke is so pathetic He's in the so first pathetic. movie. So and it ends up being your sister anyway. Like it's like the best story. Bro, it's like spoilers. a super a super <laughs> pathetic guy who's like. Trying to get this girl's attention, and like she kisses him at one point, like in the midst of like an escape, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's your sister. Oh, it's terrible. Like, uh. it's, like it's actually terrible. Like you, 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 like that. It's so, it's so perfectly like, I don't know, like an anime. Where, right. Like, yeah. Exactly. Trying to get this girl's attention getting freaked out every time she shows him any kind of attention and then at the end it find out oh it's your sister so it's not even a possibility it's like oh no <laughs> so i don't know about you guys where but... could he be <laughs> um 3po 3po <laughs> we're stuck in the trash converter shut down all the garbage services on the detention level <laughs> now 3po now no, shut them all down <laughs> Matt, you ready? I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. Parker? I'm ready. No. What, what, what am I saying? You're always ready. Except, except right now. Except, except, right now. except, now. <laughs> except this very moment. I was born ready. Was he? I don't know that he was. No, I said I was born ready. Oh. Parker, ne- Parker, Parker was never born. Parker, Parker is readiness. never born ready. What? 
Parker's never born ready. Come on, man. Every time he's born, not born ready. <laughs> All each time. <laughs> um. Okay. So first thing. Wait, wait, I haven't even introduced the podcast, man. All right. Well, we got, well, well what's trailer time? <laughs> well, wait. That's next All right, episode. So, uh, wait, thanks wait. for listening. So, next episode, we're gonna Lebowski do. Was big, great. Yeah, <laughs> next next episode. Let's rate it. So let's. Wait, I give wait. it big out of Lebow. So uh, <laughs> I give it a billion bowling pins out of done. You're using bowling. all the good ones, so we're doing this all in reverse. Okay, gotcha. Done. <laughs> it's going to be the Memento episode. Oh, oh, good <laughs> lord! <laughs> More confusing because we're not reviewing Memento. <laughs> Seems like we should. You're wrong. Nope. Nope. <laughs> you're wrong. Well, hey everybody, welcome to End of the Critic Podcast. Where each week we talk about movies, both new. And on Netflix, but once again, we're not we're not doing anything new. <laughs> we're just doing all Netflix. They're new to Netflix. They're new to Does Netflix. Does that count? That listener, count. Does that pass your you know what, rigorous listener, standards? Cut us some slack. All right. There's yeah. nothing L- in theaters let, let's, right now. Let's let's just humor the listener. Uh, did you want us to see the longest ride? <laughs> uh, did you want us to see? That's it. Oh, hey, that's you know, it. no, yeah, you know what? Literally. We could have. We could have waited till tomorrow to record. Ah, uh, yes, seen Paul Blart Mall Cop too yeah, for, for Paul. Paul. For Paul, for we Paul. Seen it. Or so, Unfriended, that yeah. amazing movie. Well, no, no, no. Un- like Unfriended looks looks. It doesn't look like we should review it on the podcast. No, God, no. I mean, I'm going to go see it, but it's right, not a review I mean, movie. I won't go see it, but I will see it later when it's on Netflix. I, I will. I will say this about Unfriended. I I was more interested in it when I read that the entire movie is shot in one take. That's one. Honest see, you think take. that's like cool, and but like, it actually, it's actually is just how shitty it is. It's just like let's like, just do this in a day. Like, it's let's just, just like, get this done. Let's just like, get this like, done. How easily can we do this? What if we only do one take? That's fine. No editing. Okay, perfect. That's fine. Yeah, wonderful. Fine. Actually, what you know, if, not, not everybody like knows that, their yeah. lines. That's fine. They that's don't, fine. There's no lines. Just they scream. Yeah, just make actually, up the story. Actually, now that you put it that way, now, now, now I'm really upset with the movie for doing that. Mm. Uh, so this uh, this week's episode, instead of Paul Blart Mall Cop, t- what is it? Like, uh, Paul, yeah. It's Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 for Paul. Yeah. For Paul. Gotcha. Gotcha. Instead of no, that it's movie. The, what, if it's, what if it was the fourth one? For Paul. <laughs> for Paul. <laughs> That's the, oh, no. uh, yeah, they're saving that. Yeah, they're um, save that one up. So in- instead of that garbage, we yeah. decided to pick two new to Netflix, but classic, just so classic, so like, good that you you should have seen them. And if you haven't, we're doing you a favor. Yeah, you will you will watch it now. But you need you to watch them us. before you listen. You do need to watch absolutely. Them you listen, but and there's no excuse. We're we're recommending them highly to you. Yeah. Yes. Um, so the first episode, or rather the first movie we watched that we're, uh, the, for this episode we're doing, The Big Lebowski. Lebowski! But before we get into that, dude. Uh, actually, <clears throat> I'm Chris Klump. With me, as always, is Matt Schaefer. That's right. And Parker. And Parker. Well, before we get into uh, The Big Lebowski, let's get into some news. So I have a couple superhero news. Woo! Um, we have... Ke- uh, Kevin, is that his name? Feig. Feige. Feige. Kevin Fergie. Kevin Fergie. <laughs> finally, uh, it, you know, we can file this under news we already knew, but he finally officially confirmed. confirmed. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man will be a teenage Spider-Man. Okay. We are dealing with a teenage Spider-Man this time. Still around. Peter Parker? Yes. Yeah. I believe that was okay. revealed that it is going to okay. be Peter Parker. 
But I didn't know if we were getting what's his name, Miles right. Morales, Miles. or or the other one. No, Hollywood's too afraid of a black Hispanic <laughs> Spider-Man. Well, yeah, I mean that that is all fear that's of all a true. black Spider-Man. Fear, fear of a black Spider-Man. Yes, Spider-Man. Good, that was a good album. Oh, I love that album. That's uh, now I'm just picturing what that album <laughs> would look like. I feel like we've just merged and somehow accidentally bumped into like Tracy Jordan humor. Yeah. That was my favorite superhero themed album, Fear of a Black Spider-Man. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Fear of Black Planet, which is an incredible hip-hop album. Yes. Find it. Listen yes. to it. Public Enemy. Public Enemy. All right. So there's that. I mean, like I said, we, we I, I don't know necessarily whether we mentioned that on the podcast, but uh, I know we, we, we had talked, we about, talked it about some things, but uh, just in case you were wondering what they were going to be doing now that, that Marvel got the rights back and, you know... I, um, I we, we were also confirmed that there will be no uh, more Spider-Man origin story. Right, right. We did talk about that one. Which, so which that's I'm all nice. on board for. And so now we're going to be getting a teenage Spider-Man, which is also good, because that definitely separates it from what we already have. You know, we have mm-hmm. the the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is, is the one Mary Jane, and then we have right. the... Uh, what's his name? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield Spider-Man with mm-hmm. Emma Stone <laughs> playing uh, Gwen Stacy. Yep, yep. So now we have... Holy new Spider-Man, but we don't have to get all the bullshit That's right, of setting right. it up. It's just Spider-Man. But wait, but wait how, does he get, how does he get his powers? Oh, but how wait, how, what about the spider? I need, yeah, to, know more. Yeah. I need to know the spider's back. What happens to Uncle you Ben? You know what they should do? They should, they should set, set it up in Ant-Man, you know, <laughs> have him, when he's small, meet a spider that he f- befriends, and then, and, and then he later, with superpowers. Well, no. Like, then later, we see yeah. that spider get injected with the serum, mm. and then it's like, ooh, yeah, backstory. Yeah. There you go. I never thought about that. What about the spider's backstory? Yeah, I've never I'd seen the know. spider's. Right. I mean, we write <laughs> a whole book. Eb White wrote Charles Webb. We got a whole friggin' book about a spider. Let's get a backstory about spider Spider Man. Let's yes, face, the spider let's of Spider. Hollywood scared right. of a spider Spider movie. Right. <laughs> Fear, fear of a spider's backstory. Fear, fear of a spider's backstory. Uh, they, they, so, they, they can't I, handle I, I, a leading man that is actually a spider. Yeah, they can't. They can't do it. No, it's just I mean, too it's, much. It's, it's insect, in, insectism. It's yeah. ridiculous. Well, arachnidism. Arach, arachnism. Right. I mean, it's all the same when you're talking about that. It's all the same. That. They got no rights. Right. Yeah. They're all they're all in the same no, category. No one, have, no one cares just because I mean, they're but small. Seriously, though, cockroaches should have no rights. I mean, we're all well, on yeah. the same page about that. They're right. going to fucking live beyond right. us for yeah. like millions I mean, of years. They don't need rights. They don't need rights. Okay. You don't need rights when you're basically immortal. We're on the same page. Yeah. Same it's page. this kind of gripping, cutting commentary of why you come to enter the critics <laughs> for this. Other news organizations are afraid to talk about this. We're not giving them people what they want. We're giving them what they need to hear. Yeah, we're giving them absolutely. what they want, whether they know they want it or not. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Great. So the other superhero news I have is uh, that we're... A solo Hulk movie is being talked about, but Universal has the rights, and Marvel would need them in order to do it. So, in yeah, order to have that, a, in, in order to have a Mark Ruffalo uh, singular uh, Hulk, Hulk movie, movie, we would need to get the rights from uh, back from back Universal. From, yeah, yeah, but I don't know how they got them. Then that's a good question. Because uh, because they made okay. The- oh, Universal made the Edward Norton version with ties to the. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh. So what we're seeing with Spider-Man, oh, they already did that with Universal, apparently. 
Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. They already made that deal with Universal for Hulk. Yeah. But then they didn't end up keeping Edward Norton, and then they switched over. Now I don't know if Universal gets anything out of the original Avengers. Then I'd imagine they would. They would probably have something. To. They probably no. They only hold the rights for standalone Hulk movies. Oh. I think that's. I think they cut that deal. I guess. Okay. That this standalone is, Hulk movie. This is a, this is an example of how weird. And yeah. crazy copyright laws are, especially exactly. in Hollywood, where everything's done like handshake, backroom deal, you know, kind Absolutely. of thing. It's, where, it's surprising that at this point it's still that way, but it is still that way. Yeah, well, copyright it, reform needs to happen, but right. it's also on the way back burner of every other government reform that also needs to happen. Yeah, no, there's definitely plenty more more important government Yo, reform oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. than copyright law. <laughs> but Name them! Name them! That being I said, want my Hulk movie. But that being said, copyright is pretty much ridiculous. What, healthcare? Who cares? I'll pay an extra 3000 a year. What's the big deal? Yeah. As yeah. long as I get a healthcare Hulk movie. reform, nobody IRS, cares. IRS, that's fine. NSA, that's fine. Yeah. Who cares? Come on, yeah. I don't care Immigration, about any of that. Cut you know, that. Don't, don't reform that. any of that. Just put that shit. Copyright. That'll take care of itself. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. We need to worry about that. Is like that is like one hundred percent a like a first world problem in in a, by definition. Like to be like, oh, there's these problems with like actual human beings suffering from a system. Yeah, but I want to hear the music. I want to hear <laughs> and I see the movies, the movies I want to see. see. I mean, come on, let's I'm, get. I'm really, get I'm, really on this. I'm really. And what's tired. funny is like the suffering. To a small extent, is even happening to us, and we're still like, we're still like, oh, who cares? Well, I need to, th- I need to stop thinking about the suffering. I need to escape with some music and some movies. Uh, it's, that's just gonna happen. Like, I'm always gonna be sad a little bit. At least yeah. I have these movies to distract right. me from that. If, 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 yeah, I would say if if you ask the average individual, like, what do you care more about, the NSA spying on all of us, or the fact that I can't get the latest Girl Talk album? Right, like, they're gonna go for the Girl Talk every time. Yeah. Oh my god. And I, I, I'm with them on. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with the NSA turning yeah, on if my. The NSA uh, wants cameras. to watch me listen to Girl Talk. That's fine. Watch away. I don't yeah, care. as long as I get the album, as long as yeah, I get to listen to it, they can post the videos to the NSA if YouTube. Otherwise, the NSA is not looking at me just. Sitting there with twiddling my thumbs, going, "Oh, which one?" Twiddling my dick. that's the rest of the world. That's the rest of the country. They're just watching everyone masturbate, except Parker. <laughs> He's sitting there twiddling his thumbs. Look at this weirdo. Just no, that's what I call masturbating. Oh, oh, okay, my. I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the term I use. I didn't, is that not what that means? Oh wow. no! Wow. I was really confused for a long time. <laughs> In retrospect, though, you probably wow. actually. Ended up saving yourself from a lot of embarrassing things that, yes. that would have been bad to admit. That's true. I always wondered why people were just doing. Parker, class. what are you doing in there? Twiddling my thumbs. Twiddling my thumbs. Oh, okay, and, and I, I was just being honest, and then like, so what do you like to do when you're bored? I just twiddle my thumbs. Yeah, and I was being oh, okay. honest with everybody, and people seemed really cool. Yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> everybody was so nice about the fact that I was masturbating everywhere. The whole world like, has oh, a vastly was... different understanding of masturbation <laughs> yeah. than you thought they did. Wow. You thought everyone was super cool with it. <laughs> it's like wow, it's like bringing it up hey, like God. with a kid or whatever. I'd be like, <laughs> oh hey, sorry man, I uh, I was twiddling my thumbs in your room and. <laughs> That's fine. It's just one I thing mean, led to another. Were you whatever. bored? Yeah, I was super so bored. So yeah. bored. I twiddled my thumbs That's so fine. much. I oh, twiddled my well, thumbs for like an hour, you? Wow, two hours. you're being really what? cool about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really surprised. <laughs> I really thought this was going to be a big deal. 
that I did that in your room. <laughs> but you don't seem to care. You don't, right? Wow, thank you. I mean, I put my thumbs like everywhere. <laughs> well, I don't care. <laughs> okay, whatever. I mean, <laughs> that's fine. Whatever you got to do, man. Yeah. I mean, you're bored. I understand. Yeah. I know what it's like. I know what it's like. Man, I, I do that really? sometimes. Okay. Thank sometimes you. I'm like sitting in the airport waiting for my flight to come in. And I Whoa. twiddle my thumbs. Oh. Wow, that's bold. <laughs> I mean, really? Wow. Did you have a blanket over you or something? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. So many so many potential titles this episode. <laughs> Twiddling my thumb. Oh, God. So, anyway, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I would like to see uh, a standalone Hulk movie cause, I mean, I because, I mean, now you're talking about a Planet Hulk movie. Okay, yeah. yeah. If, 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 they did, if they did a Planet Hulk movie or Joe Fix it, the tall one, I'm just going to go that route, yep, too. Absolutely. Those I two would, ideas would, would be that. great. Um, and especially because we don't we don't need a Hulk origin because we already got that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I I'd be down with it, but I, like either Universal would have to hand the reins over to Marvel, or they would have to bring them on as at least official consultants, right? For yeah. me to have any faith in it. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I mean, obviously, we're not arguing that I want to see a standalone Universal Hulk movie. I mean, no one, I don't completely recast. Yeah, no, that's just crazy. I, I just, I, I just would, li- I would like to see more Hulk. He's like my favorite character. Yeah, uh, and he's. You know I, mean? I think Marvel desperately wants it because he's everyone's favorite character. Yeah, After absolutely. Avengers, I mean, like, because nobody trip. has like the two movies that we have. Neither one of them really get to the the awesome like heart of like what's amazing about Hulk. Right, right. Exactly. But Avengers, in the short time that it had, like if you co- compile all the Hulk scenes, we're talking about ten minutes right. worth of like material. And, fi- and five and, of that is him just trashing New York. <laughs> yeah, and 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 that was already the be- better than the other two movies combined. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Did you know what I mean yeah. like already? I was like, they understand Hulk the way that. He makes makes him my favorite character. Right. So, I want to see a, I want to see a full two hours of that. That would be amazing. So we'll see. That would but, be great, but I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna I'm yeah, gonna hold out we'll hope see. for now. And um, just I'll just finish off. Why, why talk about anything else? I'll just finish off with more superhero news. Why not? Olivia Munn has been cast as Psylocke in the X Men Apocalypse movie. I know oh. we're not super excited about X Men Apocalypse, no, but not really. Not um, as excited about as we are about like you no, know, Avengers too. They, they they did do a good job yep. with um Days of Future Past Days was, Future was, Future a, Past was a pretty was, strong movie. Was yeah. better than first class. So if they yes. keep on that trajectory, yeah. it should be even better than you know, Days of Future Past. So we'll see. And Olivia Munn is a great choice. She's great. Yes. I, uh, I've Has she done a lot of acting? Yeah. Uh she's been in the, TV show, right? She's been in Newsroom, which is she's amazing in. But she's she has been in a couple movies. Um, you know, obviously nothing action adventure. She's been in like romantic comedies and such like that. Um, but I lo- I love her in Newsroom. She's like one of my favorite characters on that show, which is a um, what's his name? We did the West Wings. Aaron Aaron, Aaron Sorkin. Sorkin. Aaron yeah. Sorkin. Uh, uh, TV show, and she's one one hundred percent like top like two three characters on that show. Now, now I I know who she is. I'm trying to remember who this is going to get all. The, Psylocke. She's I'm trying she's, to remember who she's Psylocke dating. Is. Chris, if you don't know who Olivia Munn is, she's dating. No, 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 she's I, dating Aaron Rodgers. There you go. Oh, that makes that's how, that's how you'd know her. Yeah. No, yeah. I I, I know who she is. I'm trying her. to remember who Psylocke is. 
Yeah, Psylocke Psy- is, uh, she's like, she does a lot of, you know, stuff with her mind. She has like psionic blasts and I remember her always ha- shooting purple shit out of her yeah. hands and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. She's a, um, uh, I forget what type of, not a telekinetic. She she does lots of stuff with like psionic blasts of yeah. plasma and stuff like that. Is she, a, uh, is she an X-Men or is she a brotherhood? She's a mutant. I, I'm She's affiliated. Good. She was. Oh, oh, is she good or bad? Right. Is she a brotherhood? Is she a member of the she's, brotherhood? Or is she's, she an X-Men? She's good. Is she... She's a good oh, yeah. she's an character. Okay. Although I, I feel like, and I haven't read stuff on her in a long time, I feel like she was always like kind of, you know, like a little gray, the, a little the, gray at times. Yeah, or like, yeah. She's you know, not a goody two shoes, right? From what right. I remember, I remember her being uh, her costume. Her costume choices are very much yeah out of line with like a goody two shoes <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. superheroine. Um, now, like, my, I mean, my, she was a very popular amongst the. Oh yeah, I can see boys. why. Dear yeah. God, yeah. But she, uh, you know, so, so I guess she's her mind is going to protect her because that's Pandex <laughs> certainly isn't. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> now, now the big question that I know everyone's asking. Where's Jubilee? <laughs> that was my first question. I was like, Jubilee. Jubilee? When are we gonna bring back? When are they gonna bring back Jubilee? Uh, well, she wouldn't have even if because this timeline uh, um, is yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know oh, you're so not being serious, but she wouldn't have even been born, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, apparently, uh, the way it is is there was a female ninja named Quanon, and she had all sorts of you know. Like a you know abilities, and she was a good ninja, right? And then she acquires the telekinesis of Jean Grey. Oh, and so then that person with all of those skills then acquires the telekinesis of Jean Grey. The rest is kind of like whatever. wow, and the rest is history. That's insane. That's nuts. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so that's exciting. I do like Olivia Munn a lot, and, and yes. it's nice to see that they are. Uh, you know, actually thinking about casting. Yeah, they're, they're doing they're doing some cool casting choices. Um, beyond the, you know, we we all we heard about. We, there's some rumors about Gambit right. being Channing Tatum. That would be awesome. Um, I would be super excited. And I about think that. I did read this pleases me that he can do a really good Cajun accent. Mm. Oh, that'd be. Great. He did it for something or other. I was reading about it, and people were approving. So that's something that is important to me. I don't think you can just put him out there and be like, eh, let's forget that part of his character. Yeah, let's let's not make let's, him let's, Creole. Yeah, let, let's forget one of the most interesting like differentiators for his character and make him another guy that just is a superhero. <laughs> and uh, we also have the uh, Apocalypse is being played by Oscar Isaac. Yes. Uh, from he's, Inside Llewellyn Davis good. and yep. some other things. So that and that's good because that's the kind of, like I mean when they're when you're casting, you know, when you 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 came off casting, you know, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Um, Magneto oh. and 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 Fa- Fastbender. Yeah, you got Fastbender. But, but and when you're coming off of your, you, you know, Sir Patrick Stewart, right, and right, Sir Ian McKellen. So you got two actors with like gravitas. Oh, I see. What and you're then you're saying. moving on to the newer generation of Fastbender and McAvoy, and it's like, yeah. okay, they're also good. Like they have good acting creds. They're not just like. Oh, action stars! You know what I mean. Right, so then, right. to bring in Apocalypse, you kind of you kind of want somebody like that of like, that you don't, clout. Yeah, you don't want just a ma- you know a big brute of a guy that's just like, oh yeah. Let's just get some stunt double. Oh, right? he's, him. he's probably gonna all be CGI anyway. I don't True, know but how like you, do you that but like you want you want you want his 
his voice though. Oh yeah, you know yeah, he's got that. He, he has a, voice. And, and he has the a way great he voice. acts and the way yeah. he is. Like you I want... guarantee you, with the way things are going right now, he's going to mocap everything anyway. Yeah. Oh like yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah, do. They're going to get that. That's the thing to do now. Absolutely. Uh, and, but, I, and, I, and I don't disagree. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. No. For sure. So yeah. So we'll see. But um, I think that's. Is that, uh, oh, oh, and oh. then the other casting choice that I wanted to mention was that uh, Sophie Turner will be Jean Grey, a young Jean Grey. Oh, she you're is. talking Game Sophie of Thrones, Turner Sophie Game Turner? Game of Thrones. Yeah. Nice. Sansa Stark will be playing Jean Grey. That's and, great. Yeah, that is, r- I'm very I'm very thrilled. It is always, that. it's good to see the Game of Thrones people getting work. Yeah, definitely. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, so badly. It's, it's, it's not a very successful show, so no, it's nice no, to see yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, Hollywood's yeah. recognizing hang, the acting talent hang, there. Right. Hanging on by the skin of its teeth. Yep. It's yeah. pretty rough. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's what like it's episode the mo- episode. Will it get canceled? Will it get canceled? We're gonna have enough, know. you know. We're gonna have enough viewership. I don't know. Although I'm, I don't know. I, I have seen a trend. Not that I think this would actually happen in the show because I know they are going off the books now. Um, but I do see usually a trend of when a Game of Thrones character is either just about to die or ha- just died. Uh, then that that actor is just like desperate to find work, and he's in a ton of stuff. Oh yeah, it's just like, oh, you're that's right, your your job's over <laughs> on the biggest show on the planet right now. Uh, they they killed you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, through no fault you're trying of your to, own. Now you're trying to cr- cash in on it, and I don't blame you. I wonder if any of them were ballsy enough not to read the books. Um, a lot of because I know Peter yeah, Dinklage has said come like, out and said that they haven't read the books. Yeah, yeah. Peter Dinklage has, hasn't read any of the books because it's like. Um, from an acting standpoint, you you don't need to to understand no. the characters as no. long as you you know read about the characters and as long you know, as the talk director sh- has yeah as long as the director understands and gives you good direction right. you don't need to know and their maybe, story and maybe they read Dialogue passages and, and from the book right. yeah you know they read their script and then maybe read the the just like one chapter right. to kind of be like okay so from an acting standpoint that's not necessary but from a standpoint of like a career uh, <laughs> when am I going to stop being on this show? <laughs> when do I just I'm sure, I'm sure if you don't read it, they're not coming up to you and being like, they're hey, here's the exact you. episode number where you're going to be dead Absolutely. and you're going to be out of a job. Absolutely. Cool. I was just like, I don't know, find out. I, I, I mean, Peter I, Dinklage, it makes sense because he goes into it knowing that it's George R. R. Martin's favorite character. So right. then he's probably like, I'm probably safe. Really? Like, like somebody, from like at least really though, the because, last chapter. Really though? Because... But it's it's that it's true, but like if like I could see George R. R. Martin killing him, but if he did, it would be at the it'd be like towards the end, and it right. would be spectacular. It'd be huge. You know, I don't know. I don't but see I, him I, just I feel dying like in the midst of a season. That's true. I did. I feel I, like he's a man that it sets out to break his own rules, though. I agree. I mean, I could see him. He, he specifically does what makes even him uncomfortable. Yeah. No, that is very true. Right. And and so since he's come out and said that it's his favorite character, he's doomed to, right. the, to the worst possible. He's like, ending. I have to, I Gotta have to, yeah, I have to kill Shouldn't him. Shouldn't have and said that. Yeah. No, in in I think it was like either the the end of season one or the beginning of season two of Game of Thrones. They asked Peter Dinklage, like, so have you have you read the books? Do you think your character's going to make it? And he said, Well, the fans keep telling me that my character's alive, which is good because I like a paycheck. Uh, <laughs> But I, I I just laugh at the idea of the the I can't remember his name, but the guy who plays Rob Stark just showing up like, all right, ready to do the wedding scene. Like I had no idea that that was going to be. Well, you're fitting me with with all this uh, fake. Hey, spo- spoilers! Well, if you haven't 
caught up with the show. But at this point, it's your fault. But at this point, it's your fault. They're out on Blu-ray. You had your chance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I do feel for the people who... Because it's one thing to... My own anyway, parents uh, have caught yeah. up with it, all right? <laughs> I was just going to say, point. it's one thing to have stuff spoiled for you as you're watching the show, but if you haven't even been keeping up with the show, like, sorry, you're done. Yeah, you, you had, like, you had your shot. Now you have the entire world fighting against you, just waiting to tell you things that you shouldn't know. <laughs> like, literally the entire world is just like, did you see the red wedding? Did you see that? What did you think of that part? I didn't, I'm not caught up. Right, right. Oh, well. And my, my on top of it, is... seeing, like, not only, like, hearing about, but then hearing you might see a reaction video right. to it. Right. And then be like, why are they reacting to it? Oh, it must be really crazy or something. Oh, a whole bunch of people die. Okay. Like, yeah. My, like, there's no chance. My, my, no my, chance. My, my philosophy on spoilers, especially for Game of Thrones, is like, all right, during, during its airtime, keep your mouth shut. When it comes out on home media... You, that 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 is the window right there. Yeah. That then it, then it's free for all. That's true. So, all right. Uh, well, uh, moving on. Unless yep. you have anything else. Nope, that's good. All right. I mean, I mean, like, there's probably other news out there, but I'm just going to talk about superhero stuff because we're seeing as the next major movie we're doing is, is going to be Ultron. Age of Ultron. I'm just going to keep it superhero related. Good point. Good, good way to go. Because like that, that on the Age of Ultron episode. I'm sure we're gonna not do news because we'll why would why would out. we why would we right. that'll be a so. four hour podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to our feature presentation. Joking. No, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna actually. I'm thinking about taking the day off that next day. Uh, <laughs> Melissa already has taken the day off. Just to to, to record. I, I don't yeah. know if I want to take off. <laughs> I, yeah. I got I got a lot of vacation time. Well, <laughs> I figure I figure if it goes long, then we just won't do the Netflix episode. That's a good point. And then we'll just yeah. do a two-parter, two-parter like we did with Interstellar. That's a good point, yeah. And then we'll just talk or like about we should have done with on. Lego Movie because it just ended up right. being basically a two-parter. two-parter. Yeah, it's good. We should start doing that for really big movies. Yeah. Well, we didn't see that coming with Lego Movie. But anyway. No. All right, moving on to our feature. Or no, that was Guardians that we did that with. Also Guardians. Guardians. Yeah. We also did that with, with Lego. Anyway, anyway. Big uh, Lebowski. Yeah, the Big Lebowski. The Dude Lebowski. Mistaken for a millionaire Lebowski seeks restitution for his ruined rug and enlists his bowling buddies to help get it. Is that your Sam Elliott? I can't go. I can't go deep enough to do Sam Elliott. Yeah. Needed very deep, robust voice to do that. This movie not stars. easily, not easily imitated. I can no. do it in the morning when I just wake up <laughs> and then it's like, the banquet base. Yeah, that's pretty close. That's, that's much close, better. Yeah. The banquet base. Uh, this movie stars Jeff Bridges, John Goodman, Julianne Moore, Steve Buscemi, David Hilston, Philip Seymour Hoffman. It was so like I, I started laughing at all the funny bits that he do, do, like does in this movie, oh, yeah. and then I started getting really sad. I'm like, God, such talent that we lost. Yeah. Uh, Tara Reid d- didn't didn't feel bad about her, even though she's still alive. I was uh, going <laughs> to say, did she die? No, well, her career did. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Uh, Flea. Is in this? <laughs> yes, he Wonderful. is. Wonderful. John Totoro. Uh, who else? Oh, uh, so here? good. So John Totoro is only in it for like five minutes, and it's, it's the perfect five, five minutes. minutes. Uh, A role that will last forever. That's yep. right. Uh, this was my introduction to John Totoro. I didn't know who he was until this. Until I saw this. Movie. And of course, uh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Uh, I'm, th- I'm thinking. If there, is there anybody else? Anybody else worth there. mentioning? 
Uh, oh, Asia Carrera. Well, porn star Asia Carrera. For 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 <laughs> me and and for people like uh, Christina, I will say David Thewlis is in this. Who plays Remus Lupin? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, she watched she watched this movie for the first time, and that was ah. probably the biggest. Yeah. Remus. I mean, he's yeah. like he's like top five characters from the Harry Potter universe. Oh, def- so. definitely. <laughs> and and David Thewlis's per, uh, portrayal oh. of Remus Lupin is like really good. Sends him Spot to on. The, yeah, sends him to the. Uh, he he, the, the, he the, is the, almost unrecognizable in this. Yes, oh, yeah, no, very no. true. Even she wasn't sure. You, yeah, he, he's, like, he, he's trying to pull off his best John Waters impersonation. Yeah, <laughs> and he doing is. a great job yeah. of it. Um, oh, I don't even know. Okay, so. I just wanted like for for I, I and I feel this movie is such a big oh, movie. I, got, I always forget that Amy Mann is in this. Amy Mann the, is the, in this. She's the uh, Franz's girlfriend. She's the she's a singer songwriter, kind of like Tori Amos or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, okay, I've you heard know of who her. Amy Mann is. Yeah, I've yeah. Heard she's of her. in it. She's oh, she's the nihilist. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She's jeez. I, I, I like again almost unrecognizable. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's um, so I was thinking about it today, and I thought maybe we could go around and talk about like our how how are we introduced to this movie? Because I feel like nobody nobody saw this movie in theaters because it bombed in the box office big time when it came. Yeah, out. How yeah. About and then it became this incredible cult hit. Yeah, really when, slowly. The crazy thing is, I mean, now we have No Country for Old Men. That right. that's a thing, but. I guess before that movie, I would have said, if somebody would have asked me about the Coen brothers, I would have been like, Fargo. It would have been Fargo. That was the only thing. See, but for some some reason, reason, the Big Lebowski always, for some reason, the Big Lebowski always stands out to me. And maybe that's because it's so different in some ways. Well, their their movies are all different. I mean, they're all, all their movies are different. But, but I don't know, like, for some reason, when people ask me about the Coen brothers, I'm like, oh, Big Lebowski. But I would say even more so than like I feel like it goes, oh brother, where art thou? Oh yeah, yeah. Then yeah, yeah, Fargo, yeah, then Big Lebowski. Like, Absolutely. Well, yeah. then No Country for Old Men somewhere in there as well. But like from popularity, at least when you go up to the average person, do you know what I mean? If you, would I, I got like, a funny story about this too. Like if you if you would show them a list and say which of these movies do you like recognize everyone? Oh, oh brother, brother oh brother, is true. That's well, true. And especially only now, especially now because. It's a movie that got picked up by some whichever channel it is, and it's literally shown like constantly. <laughs> Actually, you want to know the biggest lifetime grossing film for them? What's that? True Grit. That makes sense. Makes sense. That makes sense. You want to know the second? Hmm. I'm broken. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. It is interesting. Um, yep. but yeah, this movie, I like at its time when it came out, they were known for Fargo. And that was just about it. I mean, they had uh, some other movies they had done, like uh, uh, um, Hud the Hudsucker Proxy, Proxy, which again bombed. That right. movie bombed big time. Barton um, Fink, Barton Miller's Fink, Crossing. which didn't do well, well. Raising Arizona did well. Raising remember, Arizona did well. I yes. remember seeing that when it came People out. People often like, around mistake that, time. that for their first film. It right, was their right. first blockbuster hit. Right. Yeah, definitely. But like they often say, like, oh yeah, that's their first movie. When in fact, it was Bl- uh, Blood Simple was right. their first movie. Yeah, which. I, I mean, I have I haven't even seen Blood Simple. Blood Simple, Blood Simple's good it, when you realize it's their first movie. Right, right. If you watch it like now, you, seeing their pantheon of other films, you're like, this is just rudimentary. I don't need to see this. Yeah. Coen Brothers. Right, right. But when you well, as the first film, and if it was the first thing you were seeing without seeing anything else, yeah, right, yeah, like and it's incredible saying. then. Yeah. Um, if you can like put those because also you're talking on. about you're also talking about 
like how like how much have they affected movies since they have started making movies right right where you where you would see like if you didn't see anything like that and now you see that like whereas now i feel like they have their their style has infected a lot of other movies. So like, oh yeah, clearly when yeah. a new movie comes out by them, it's clearly them. But it's like nothing. It, even even from uh, their like even from a just movie standpoint, there's like nothing. Like I mean, it's like oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. These kind of techniques, that kind of character, that kind of storyline, whatever. Yeah, the the like the the Coen brothers. If if there's one thing, if 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 Wes and if I can look at a movie and know it's a Wes Anderson right. film. I can look at a Coen Brothers film and realize that they're reinventing themselves every single movie they it's make. Crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's nuts. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, I got into The Big Lebowski uh, entirely by accident. Um, it was, I think, I want to say it was my senior year of high school. And uh, a bunch of guys in my class were like quoting, they had seen it like a so month or two ago. So what year would that have been? 2000? It must have been like 2002, 2002, I think. So it was pretty late. Like in in the whole so Lebowski like, so movie. like oh brother where art that was already out yeah yeah like that had already happened yeah that had already happened um and I saw that and loved it um and I knew who the Coen brothers were and the man who wasn't there yes uh, uh, oh yeah 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 I was a huge fan of the man who wasn't there mm-hmm. um so I had seen both of those I'm 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 trying to remember I'm pretty sure it was 2002 um and somebody kept quoting the Big Lebowski which is incredibly quotable film right but the quotes are so bizarre that you have no idea what right there, context. there's almost no context right. like you have no idea yeah. like what is going on in that scene and they're like you just have to watch the big lebowski right so uh a, uh, a bunch like of guys you want to tell i'll get you a tell yeah, yeah stuff like, like that what? yeah yeah, yeah, and that's or how people, people would, and people into that movie just drop it in like randomly, like randomly, and like the most obscure ones people like, people what? would come up to me randomly and just go like Clump, you're out of your element. You're out of your fucking element. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, just what? see the Big Lebowski. It was like I, I failed a test. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what? Yeah, for sure. Um, like, what? So uh, I, 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 at that point, I was in a band, and instead of practicing, we all re- went out and rented the Big Lebowski and like hung out at my bu- uh, at the drummer's house where we practiced um, and watched the Big Lebowski. And I was just in th- like I thought it was the funniest thing I had ever seen at that point. Like I was absolutely into it, hundred percent. Right. Uh, and then quickly tried to just juice it to rhymes. Like I watched it all the time just right. to, to memorize it. Yep. Um, and I can I can say now, after having watched it, I haven't watched it in years. And then sitting down this week to watch it again, uh, it's still laugh out loud funny to me. Like I still think it's great. <laughs> That's always good when a movie can do that. Like, like I mean, it's not like because. For me, a movie that 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 I had that connection to, it doesn't hold up. For me, is uh, Braveheart. Ooh, like I for some reason I latched onto that movie in like college, and I watched it like all like I had seen it in theaters, right? But then when I got it on VHS, I used to watch like sometimes I just watched the, like one of the two tapes over and over because it was two tapes, and so I'd like, just watch the first half a bunch, or I just watched the second half over and over. <laughs> It was just like the first year of school when I like I hadn't met anybody and I was like like moved from New Jersey all the way out here so it was like in the middle of nowhere right, you know? right. And, and so I was like before I finally like had a support system out here and started like doing stuff like I would just like watch that movie like on the weekends I just watch it and stuff and like now your I'm dorm like, mates are like what's yeah. wrong with that and now guy? like I mean it's it's still <laughs> fine it's still like if you haven't seen it it's like oh that's it's worth, worth seeing. seeing yeah it's worth but seeing but like it's not it. worth seeing 
again for the millionth <laughs> time. Like I'm always just like, Ugh. I'm 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 always afraid that certain movies that I see too much, I'm just gonna right. like just you like just I said, juice it to rinds. Right. Um, but this movie, and I was really afraid because I was like, I've seen this so what many if I times. Don't, what if What if I don't get that feeling? Like yeah. going yeah. into seeing it for this podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like worried about I was like, that? Yeah, yeah, I was like, what What happens when yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman does that laugh when, when Tara Reeves goes, <laughs> she goes, Brant can't watch her. He has to pay 100 And he does this laugh where his nostrils flare in and out and it cracks it's me up every time. It's a very time. intense, like, nervous yes, laugh. Yes, it's like, I, yeah. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be having this like, conversation. Yeah, none of this should be happening right now, so I'm just going to laugh. The fun, like, seriously, the, the one thing, and Melissa knew the moment it happened, she was like, oh, that scene happened again. There's a there's a very subtle scene that like every time it happens I just I almost have to pause it because it's so funny. It's the scene where um, Jeff Bridges is being brought in the the limo, and he's like just accepting his fate. And he's like, all right, whatever. He's drinking his white Russian. He's like, yeah, man, fuck it, who cares? And then he gets out of the the limo, and another limo driver grabs him and hauls him into a second limousine. <laughs> and he's standing there, and he's trying not to spill his white Russian. He goes, hey, man, there, there's a beverage here. Yeah. <laughs> and I lose it every time he says there's a beverage here. That's great. Like, the guy should be like, oh, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, there's... But like, how, how did you guys? I mean, I'm curious. Did, Matt, like, did you just stumble upon this, or how did you become? I don't. I don't know the exact circumstances around the first time that I. Wa- I might have watched it as a lot of classics, if you will. Um, patchwork on TV, and then I and probably this movie is horrible on television. Yeah, yeah, it was very confusing, especially because I definitely remember one of the first times I watched it. Um. I vividly remember the 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 the, sequ- the drug sequence, right? The right. Bowling sequence, um, and and I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure the first time, or maybe even a couple times, I watched it, didn't see the whole movie, so I was like, "What the f- is going on?" <laughs> this movie would be very strange um, just to jump in the middle. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Um, I I probably watched it. In actuality, you know, in completion during, you know, my Coen brothers phase, probably when I worked at Blockbuster, when I was just like, I start, I started watching, you know, some of the lesser known, I guess, Coen brothers classics. And then I was like, well, I need to watch, I might've watched it with Eric Tribio, really. Cause that I know this sense. is, this is probably definitely top five for him. Oh yeah. I know yeah. He, loves, he loves, this movie. he loves the big Lebowski. Um, I don't know if it's his favorite Coen brothers, but it's, it's up there. Yeah. And they're probably definitely his favorite directors. Oh, so. oh, oh, by far, yeah. So um, I would, I would, yeah. I would guess that. I mean, the the only other director I know that he probably he might like more is um, Zemeckis. Mm, yeah, I, I think he still probably would say Coen Brothers more are more of an inspiration to him, and he probably would say that he finds their overall like catalog right. more consistent and, the way and, they and, do and good their, yeah like the fact like you said they're always reinventing themselves right right that makes and sense like he, i mean of all of our friends into creative stuff eric is the one who comes <laughs> out with something where you're like i did not expect that yeah i did not yeah. expect for you to do that <laughs> and then and then you did it well yeah, exactly. Just time and time Eric, again, I'm always like, "What?" Eric, 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 who can go from I'm going to write a uh, a western trilogy to I'm going to write a rap album. Yep, yep. Uh, and both and of them are going to be great. And and do it. Yeah, and actually like, do it and, and, do and it not well. just say you're going to do it and finish it. Yep, actually do it. Like yeah. what? In the F. Um, and so yeah, Parker, what about what about you? 
I saw this movie in college. Uh, Perfect time. After uh, I, I, I was, I'm picturing I graduated you blazed in, out of your mind. I, gradu- I graduated in 98 when the movie came out, and so um, I don't know what time of the year did it come out. I don't know. March. Curious. March. Okay. That, I would have guessed so then, this was so a then, March. That would have been while I was a senior in high school, and I saw it early in college, so I must have seen it like as soon as it came out on DVD, or maybe we've had a bootleg. I don't even remember at that point. I just remember going to somebody's room and watching it, and uh, we used to we used to watch like me and my friend Ted and my friend Dustin. We used to watch all these movies and like stay up late, watch whatever newest movie was on bootleg. And then, and then that we could download off of like Napster, or whatever. <laughs> say like cause, yeah, because uh, like do some old school, some P, some P to P site or whatever. And uh, we would we would just stay up late and then just like go nuts and talk about the movie. And and this one was no different. Like, um, we oh man, we stayed up so late that night just like quoting it and talking about it. And then the whole rest of that week was just like. Non-stop. Just but, nothing yeah. but Lebowski. We, we were just like, it was It was like probably super annoying to everybody else. It was not us. Oh, if, because if like, you don't know what you're talking, if, if, if you haven't seen the movie and you're yeah. around people. There was a lot of knowing looks by us and probably annoyance by everybody else where you'd be <laughs> like, you'd say something and then they'd go, what? And then you'd be like. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but he just got us know. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, um, I, which is really shitty and I wish I wouldn't, wouldn't have done that. But... <laughs> That being said, uh, it it is it is like kind of uh, you know I don't know I feel like it's a rite of passage. Oh, absolutely! To to have that thing that you and your friends know, and then and then you keep doing it, seeing if anybody knows. The- and then oh, once in a while though, it's even like the reason you do it then is because once in a while somebody gets it. And then it's like the it's like a re, like the greatest day yeah, on earth. Yeah, you, know, you make a reference to somebody's like just throws it right back at you. And you go, oh, you this know, guy it, gets yeah. it. this guy gets it. The best. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. more like like it's so weird because like at at certain points, like after seeing it, I like I don't even know that like the week after I saw it, if I could have told you what like happened in the movie. Oh yeah, more no. than like. Scenes that happened, in the right? Movie. Like I don't know if I realized, figured out what was even happening. Like, no, nobody, the first nobody time I watched did. it, right? Like, That's the first why time I watched bombed. it, I think I was just like, like I think I was just like, like, like into everything, and we were quoting it so much. But then I, I don't think like it wasn't like when we saw. Like Lockstock, I saw that around that same time. Frame, oh, that's another where, like, great movie with, for with, that. With you know, in a, in the in a, in a dorm room, we're like, oh my gosh, and like that movie is a movie where it's all. I mean, the characters are great, and the and the it's super quotable, but the story has a thing where there's like a moment where you see it coming together, right? right and you right. see this story unfolding, and you're like, holy shit, and you're going nuts, and like that's what makes it so amazing. That doesn't really happen in Big Lebowski. No, no God, Big Lebowski, no. Stuff just like, happens, what? and then, it, then, then the story moves on. Yeah, and other stuff happens, okay, and the story moves on. Uh, now, now, so, I, yeah, I, so I, that I, being said, we can you know segue that into the discussion <laughs> of the storyline of this movie. This movie, now, I I, I, I I cannot take credit for coming up with this theory, because... Okay. I, I, I am borrowing it from a uh, movie writer, blogger, podcaster. Uh, he does culturepulp.com. He also writes an incredible comic book called The Sabertooth Vampire, uh, hmm. Mike Russell. Uh, okay. And he came up with this thing, at least I think he originated it. He may have borrowed it from somebody else. How 
The Big Lebowski is essentially just a modern-day noir film, a, a noir detective film, um, even to the point where, like, The Big Lebowski is a reference to The Big Sleep. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And Lebowski is, like, the detective. So, and that makes it even better if you picture this being made in, like, the 50s, and then he's played by, um, oh, what's that actor's name? He was in uh, Maltese Falcon. Uh, can't believe him. Can't believe him. Can't believe Humphrey him. Bogart? Yes, Humphrey Bogart. Right. You Why imagine? did you go with Maltese Falcon instead of uh, Sorry, Casablanca? Sorry, Casablanca. Right? Sorry. <laughs> I like Maltese Falcon better. I mean, there. sure, I'm not disputing that that's actually a more entertaining movie, but I, I still can't believe you went for that. Sorry. I couldn't Sorry. think of who it was. Sorry. Um... But yeah, the whole the whole thing is just like this bo- bizarre noir detective film. But like, it doesn't really well. I mean, it, it doesn't really make... start. It doesn't really go anywhere. I mean, it, I can see it. Like, I mean, considering that, like, within the the two movies, then they're releasing the man who wasn't there, right? Which, right, like, which is super feel, noir, you know. So like, maybe they were on that kick, but then wanted to do something weird with it, you know? right? Right. And to be fair, I mean, I feel like. Uh, like some of their movies are like, like a noir style, but then, yeah. but then put into a completely different setting, right? Yeah. Exactly. From noir, like they take a detective thing and then transplant it. Yeah, into I like feel like craziness. a lot, a lot of their movies are like that. Yeah, yeah. a lot of their movies are like that. Hmm. Um, pretty good. So this, this, I mean, this storyline is so ridiculous, yeah. and I think uh, like a lot of the early reviews that I read, um. On this movie that really, like, the reviewers hate, like, critics hated this film when it came out. Um, On first watch, I think it's something that, like, you might enjoy it, but you're not going to be like, wow, that was, like, my favorite movie ever. Yeah. This, I, I, can't, I couldn't imagine really that being anyone's, I mean, well, you said you really, really loved it. I mean, I, I, I really loved it, but then I'd also heard all these different quotes, and, like, right. I, I, I was, I you was, inter- yeah, I, I, was I, I, I was really introduced to it the right way like i got or, lucky yeah i mean maybe it's the right way but also it's definitely like you did you like you didn't have a chance to actually form an opinion on your own pretty much you know what yeah. i mean like you yeah. were gonna like it you know what i mean no and matter then, what right. right and then and like it just I happened mean, I, to be the right opinion yeah yeah right exactly i mean it like it worked out because it ends up being good but like there there are movies that have happened like with me where it's like you know somebody shows it to me and it's like oh you're gonna love it and like at the Falls time, flat. at the time, I loved it. Yeah. But then I look back at it and I go, "Oh, I should have hated that from the beginning." Right. Do you right. know what I mean? But I, but I just bought it hook, line, and sinker. And then later, I look back on it and go, and I, and I'm embarrassed for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where I'm just like, uh... for a lot of people, that's episode one. For a lot of people, that's episode one. <laughs> no, I hated episode one from the beginning. Good man. Very few people can make that claim. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was that was just ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like the the the. And, and like a lot of the reason that the critics hated this film was because the storyline is so disjointed and confusing, yeah. and there is no a classic A to B to C. Right. This is the protagonist. Here's the antagonist. There's almost none of that. Right. And it's like, just, and and maybe that maybe it's because it was earlier. I mean, it's not their first film, but like, is it early enough in their career that people don't like allow that to happen? Because like, if you look at like Oh Brother Where Art Thou. It's equally disjointed, but it's 
everybody loves it because they don't care. Do you know right, what I mean? So right, like right. maybe it's just the way they went about it. I don't. I don't know, know because well, like, I, I can. I could see that very it, different tones. Definitely, very different tones. Tones. Yeah. Um, maybe that's the problem. Yeah. You know, because this isn't really approachable. Like. As a family movie, no. no whereas, like, oh, brother can come on the TV, and you would leave it on if your kids were in the room. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you there's, there's, like, there's very whole, there's nothing really overly right. offensive. Uh, this brother. is within. I think this is within the top ten of movies with the F word. I believe. Oh, like how the many? last time I remember, probably yeah. up there with I think like, it has uh, two hundred Scarface, Scarface, Glenn, Glenn Gary, Glenn oh, Ross. Uh, uh, no, uh, Goodwill Hunting. That yep. one's like way yep. up there. Yep. Uh, the F word or a variation of the F word is used 292 times. <laughs> I can't good. even like that doesn't even make sense to me. I just uh, watched the movie and I feel like it wasn't that that's prevalent. John Goodman. But yeah, like <laughs> fuck you, Donnie. Um, yeah, that that's a lot. So okay, considering the, how this, many this minutes is, is the movie, this, it's it's like not that long. Yeah. It's just under like two. It's not even two hours. I want to say it's like oh ninety five maybe a hundred it, minutes. It it it, uh, it has been pushed out quite far now. Oh yeah, wow! It's way down there now. Is it? But now? but oh, but that's Wolf of Wall like, Street has a ton. But that's yeah, because Wolf of Wall Street's like a four that's because hour movie. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, End of Watch. Uh, a lot of movies came out. Since yeah. Then. So the last time I Pride probably uh, the last time I looked at this list, it might yeah. have been further up. Yeah. Brooklyn's finest. It's still within what is that spot? Thirty-five. It's still in the top top fifty. They're a- admirable. Yeah, admirable. yeah. Um, so I, I th- this is a perfect place to tell this story. I may have told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. Nice. Um, so my parents, that when they saw O Brother, they loved it like most people their age. Yeah. They absolutely. I mean, the music, George Clooney. They absolutely loved. Everything about that movie, um, I, it, it, it was one of the few movies that like my mom went out and bought on like every format that they've ever owned. Uh, she watched it constantly, absolutely loved it. Bought the soundtrack, uh, played the music all the time. It like revitalized her love of like folk bluegrass. Like, she was just th- th- absolutely loved this movie. Um, heard it was from the same guys who did Fargo, and she remembered mm-hmm. liking Fargo. Yeah. So, and I just, I, I almost want to shake the hand of the shithead kid working at the movie gallery who did this. <laughs> they went to the local movie store and told them we really liked Oh Brother Where Art Thou. We want another movie by those directors. And he sent them to the Big Lebowski. Now, Gosh. my parents... Right. Especially I mean, at that stage. But there's they're not the most conservative people no, by but, stretch. But, but my parents do have especially I well it, it it may have changed over the years, but at that time my my both my mom and my dad were very sensitive about language. Right. They they did not like excessive Which is why they love this show. Well, my dad does come to me every once in a while. He goes, do you have to say fuck so much? And I'm like, I'm sorry. And by you, he means... No, no, because I pointed out, I'm like, you know, Matt and Parker like to swear a lot. He's like, yeah, but you're the one doing it most of the time. I don't think that's true. I I don't think that's true at all. (laughs) Unless you're you're editing in 
F words. Yeah, yours. with my super yeah. awful microphone for my computer. Or you, just like isolate, you just isolated one way back, and then you just dropped Here's it the thing, though. <laughs> through, a parent's, through a parent's ears, though, he is swearing. Them That's, true. That's true. That's one, true. One F-bomb It sounds like white noise, and then Chris going... Which is why if my mom ever listened to this show, that's literally all she would hear. She would come like, why did you do a show where all you did was say the F word, Matthew? Why How could you, you just say that? that? What? That doesn't even make sense. It's, you're just sitting there saying it over and over again. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait, wait, really, wait, 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 I know we're talking. But my, I my question, counted. My, I only said it four times. My question no. is, Matt. <laughs> a million. With, with, with how much she loves Parker, would she just gloss over the fact that Parker's No, I don't think that's Oh, it would any... take a hit. It would take a huge hit. <laughs> oh, there's no, there's no, no level of, like, being in my mom's good graces. Where that where, kind of behavior would be okay. Yeah, <laughs> where, like, hearing yeah. the F word would be, like, permissible and, like, oh, yeah. that's fine. Everything's fine. So so I'm trying to remember my exactly. <laughs> pure. <laughs> I'm trying to remember exactly how it pure. went down. But, like, I, I remember asking my parents one time, like, because they would, for a while, my parents used me as a sounding board for what was a good movie. As in, they'd ask me, hey, what should we see? And then wouldn't see that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, to this day, I think my, my, my dad would still just goes like, why did you recommend us to see Mars Attacks? I'm like, well, I don't know. Dude, you know what's funny? My I don't know dad, why. My dad loves Mars yeah, Attacks. Yeah, I would say that they would love they that. They hated yeah. Mars Attacks. That's so my weird. Dad hated my loves parents that movie. loved I don't, Mars Attacks. I don't like Mars Attacks. No. My dad oh, loves man. it. Every time it's on, he's I mean, just it's like, so I can't many, believe. There's so many actors. Right. There. All, <laughs> the, all, the fav- like, all the actors right. that like people of that age range love How did are all the Mars Attacks. I loved Mars Attacks. I told my parents, see Mars Attacks. It's hilarious. And afterwards, like, I can't believe it. How was it? My dad was like, this is so stupid. Why did you get this? Loves it so much. So I mean, maybe like, was he not into that? Because I mean, that's the thing. I feel like your dad probably liked the things that they are kind of satirizing. Your dad, is yeah, like the cheesy, cheesy oh sci-fi again, movies from when they were like that. My dad's dietary TV right. is just Fox News and then really bad right. sci-fi, sci-fi movies. So, like, it was either right, original or right up his alley. So yeah. maybe your yeah. dad isn't that as movie, into sci-fi. No, my dad's not that. My dad was never a really a sci-fi nerd gotcha. that I know of. Right, um, right. Yeah, I see what you mean. He spent, yeah, that, what I no, that would make a difference. He spent that high school beating kids up like right. me. So. <laughs> that would make a huge difference. Um, but yeah, they were using me as a sounding board of like, oh, Chris thinks this is a good movie. We'll steer away from that. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I can't blame them necessarily. But this was a movie that like they didn't consult me because I would have told them no. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. my mom came up to me and she said, did you see a movie called The Big Lebowski? Oh, yeah. Love that movie. Oh, the movie's amazing. Absolutely great. Love it. Oh, me and your father watched it. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> you should. Absolutely well, we good. thought it was going to be like, oh, brother. No, Mom. No. <laughs> Don't see any Coen Brothers films without asking me first. Yeah, you never yeah. know what you're going to... It's going to be a grab bag. <laughs> if you aren't a fan of, like, profanity right. or dark, you, yeah. dark themes, really dark. you could... Uh, yeah, you're playing Russian roulette yeah, when you just yeah. go through it their catalog. It could be a brother. It could be a true yeah, it could grit. Be right? super it could be super nice. Fun. Could be yep. fun, lighthearted. Like that, the man who wasn't there. That great. <sighs> I don't feel like it's as bad as like the Big Lebowski. No, movie. no, but it is dark. It's dark, but I don't think it's like profanity. No, though. no. I but feel like they would like it, like from a perspective. Oh uh, yeah, they they might they might like the damn. Man it's who wasn't not there. Reservoir Dogs, you know oh, what I mean? God. Like I wouldn't be like I can't check think out. Of a, <laughs> I can't think of a single Tarantino film I'd recommend my <laughs> parents to watch. 
<laughs> but so yeah, just just the idea Say of my Django is like historical fiction. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> You'll love it. Actually, you could probably get him to watch Inglorious Bastards, but then maybe oh, I bet my maybe turn, it, turn off. it off at the end. <laughs> the Just don't watch the very end. My dad would actually love Inglorious you know Bastards, other than a little bit too much talking. He'd probably be right. like, "Ugh." There's a lot of stretches where they're just talking. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of his thing. It's a Tarantino yeah. film. Yeah. That's but, like, I, I, I just want to, I, I wish I was a fly on the wall when my parents watched yeah, the really? Big Lebowski. <laughs> That's and not only are they putting up with just constant, constant profanity, they're also putting up with the storyline that is confusing yeah. and just out there. They might like the Hudsucker Proxy. Yeah. Uh, I think that might be their most lighthearted movie, really. I think that's very approachable. That yeah. is very, yeah, yeah. Hutsuckers. I mean, it didn't do well, but I th- it's well, still good. A, 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 it's still upon, upon rewatching that movie, I can see why it didn't do well, but then I can think, like, I think it has aged pretty well. Yeah, like, no, definitely. It's, you it's still not a bad movie. Miller's yeah. Crossing has a lot of language, but it's very much like, there's nothing... Over the top or strange about it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to alienate you guys here. I haven't seen Miller's. Oh, Crossing it's yet. it's super good. We need to watch that sometime. Yeah, yeah it's all, it's on my two like well any Coen Brothers films on my two watch list. Yeah, Miller's Crossing. It's it's I would say it's one of their more like it's like Oh Brother Where Art Thou because it's more like straightforward. Ah, like it's okay. not. It, there's no there's no like crazy ass theme. Right, right. No, for sure. It. But there is a there is a lot of language. There so is, like again, yeah. you know, we, but like but you they, said, they, that has they, changed. Yeah, that has Your changed parents watch Game of Thrones, right? Now, so yeah. clearly, <laughs> they're not they're not as where they were. No, definitely. no, yeah, if they, they're they enjoying Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. I, I watched I watched uh, Miller's Crossing at a stage where even I was like a little bit sensitive of language. Right. But my, bar none, favorite favorite line from that movie is when the the guys coming to rough up the main character uh, John Turturro yeah. the big the big like huge guy right, right. and John Turturro just like takes a chair and like slams in his face and he's not like really hurt but he just looks at him and he's like Jesus Tom <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, that line cute. so much oh, anyway uh, that makes yeah, me think you really need to see that movie oh uh, yeah no it's definitely on my two two watch list but yeah this movie is just so bizarre i mean if like clearly if you're listening this far you you had to have seen it but just the idea of them going after this complete uh uh uh, i'm trying to think of what the literary term is um but like it's 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 like the Maltese Falcon, where like they're they're going after this briefcase, and the briefcase doesn't matter, right? Um, the thing, the, the MacGuffin, the yeah. MacGuffin. Thank it, you, the I, MacGuffin. Sorry, everything. Yeah, it's all a red herring. Yeah, yeah. The whole the whole thing is just a catalyst for itself. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just yep. it just it's just like let let's I mean, start like, the story and like here. Pulp fiction, right? Right. And in yeah. the end, the only serious thing that happens is Donnie dies. And it has nothing to do, unless you're going to, you know, extrapolate, like, oh, he has a heart attack because of right, all the right, stuff happening. Right, right. But really, like, it could have happened anyway. Like, that's the only really, like, serious, serious thing of, like, huge gravity right. that happens yeah. in the story, and it's almost independent of yeah, anything exactly. that happens in the story. Exactly. Now, I, I, I want to talk a little bit about the culture that has arisen from this film. Oh, my god! It has taken, it's like, I guarantee- I will say, I will say, that is, that is what has, at this point, turned me off to this movie. Yes. Like, I like the movie still, but, like, I, I, I do not, I do not quote it as much anymore, if ever, because it's like. I'm done with that person. Right. Yeah. That right. loves yes. this movie. I'm do- I'm so done with that person. Like I said, it has been years since I've watched this film, and I feel that's probably for the best, dude. So, 
Um, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Was that was that? That's the guy, right? From Miller's Crossing, the, the big guy. He was I in believe, Dumb and Dumber. I believe so. Yeah, he was also yeah, in Dumb yeah, and yeah. Dumber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like he's like from the the, he's like ma- the, the mafia yeah, guy yeah. who's like sent yeah. to like break break him up or yeah, yeah. whatever, and he's just like coming at him. Jesus. John Turturro just like takes a chair, slams it in his face. His reaction isn't like anger. It's just like Jesus, Tom. Um. So there are. I mean. Obviously, Lebowski Fest is still going strong, which is a tour. If you haven't heard about it, it is a touring uh, film festival that only does the Big Lebowski, and they take over. A, literally, they'll take over a town. Um, and yep. and the more I've I, I, I've read about them, I wanted to go to about Lebowski Fest, and then I read about their business practices. I'm like, well, that's kind of shitty, um, because what they do is they just go into a town, take over a bowling alley, and then charge you an exorbitant amount of money. That like you and your friends could do anyway, for like way cheaper, right? Um, because they take over a bowling alley and they have like all night bowling and all night White Russians, and then the next day they show the the movie and they have special what guests, if- but the special guests are like right. the bowlers. Yeah. Um. No, like John Turturro isn't showing up to this. No. Right. John Goodman's no not showing up to nope. this. Uh, the Cohen brothers want nothing to do with it. Um. Portland for a while had a thing called Cinco de Lebowski, where every May fifth they would show. And that sounds like more approachable. Yeah, that is that is a very because that was a way lower key and it only cost you fifteen bucks. Uh, fifteen bucks got you in the door to like watch the movie, and and if you dressed up in costume, you got five bucks off your ticket. Uh so ever ever I mean, and they they weren't picky about it from what I was reading. Like if you just wore a bathrobe, they'd be like, "Well, that's good enough." <laughs> Like you're in costume, five, five bucks off your ticket. There you go. That's nice. Um, but then, like other people would go all out. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know one, you're gonna have those people. The the, the one year I, I was I was uh, listening to a podcast that was like sponsoring it, uh, and the one year they said somebody showed up in an iron lung, oh my gosh. and then that won the costume contest. And so when they were like, all right, you know, come out and receive your prize, he opens it up and he's dressed in a second costume as the dude during the dream sequence of wow. gutter balls. <laughs> so he's wearing like the sleeveless white uh, uh, work suit with like the tool belt and everything. And he like, wasn't wow. going to necessarily show that off. Right. Until yeah. He, like, yeah. Get- he wow. just did that. In, like, if he won with the iron lung, that's then amazing. he was going to show off his second costume. Like, that's, that's crazy. That's Someone nice. showed up as Valkyrie uh, Maud the one year. <laughs> like, people go crazy. Seriously. There's also books. There's there's a whole philosophy book yeah. called "I'm a Lebowski, You're a Lebowski." Yep. Um, yeah, this is where I. Start I guess going, I get. Like, it's uh, cool. It's cool that people you know love the movie and everything. I guess. Uh, part of my enjoyment of this movie is realizing this is part of a great pantheon of of movies that are, have all been made by the same guys. Like I can't right. help, and that, again, that's when I watched this movie. I feel like I watched it at a time where I was like, I need to go through and watch more of these guys' films. Right, right. right. So, so I always put it in that context of like, right. these are guys that did Fargo, these right. are guys that did No Country, blah, blah, blah. Like, right. it's just, yeah. I can't separate that. So when I see people harping on just this movie, right. of like, wow, oh, that's like the best movie yeah, ever. No, like, I, I know like, what you mean. Part of me is like just like, what about people, all the other ones? But I feel like the people that are way into this, 
may have never seen any other Coen Brothers. Film. Right, right. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. No, or, no. I mean, or I like could care to. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe they saw one and then go, oh well, I don't care about any of the because if you, like, oh, if you were not all just the big Lebowski over and over. Right. And over. Yeah. If you were introduced to Coen Brothers and you thought it was going to be this, and then you went to like Barton Fink. Right, How right. pissed would you be? Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's like Barton very Fink true. is like the uh, well, I, well, no, actually, their exact polar opposite of this is Oh Brother. But like, yeah. Barton Fink is also yeah, on that level of there. like what? Yeah, <laughs> it's all sl- it's really slow. It's yeah. paced. It's all character driven. Yeah, people, um, it does have a touch it, of the bizarre though. Well, the the end has like yeah, an the, apocalyptic the end, feel. The, the end the end touches upon like when this movie goes into the drug induced sequence. Right. Yeah. But even yeah. that is just John Goodman. Who probably is the de- is he the devil? I think he's the devil in Could that be. movie. I don't think that's necessarily one thing that Ethan and Joel would ever be like. Yep, this is what it is. Yeah. No, they would yeah. never. That is one yeah. thing I love about Ethan and Joel's yeah, work sure. is they've never done an. I don't think they've ever done an audio commentary for any of their. movies. They don't want to explain stuff. They no. just want people to watch it. Yeah. Um. Although I have I have read up a- on a bunch of stuff on this movie because again I was a super fan and this was this was when I was like. This was a good movie to get me hooked on to the Coen Brothers work. Right. I liked some other stuff, but this was to make me a super fan of right. their work. Yeah. But it is an it is an interesting director or directors in this case that the movie you start on like formulates like your opinion of them then going forward. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like like in such a different way. Like you could watch any Tarantino film and then be like, oh, I want to see the rest of his stuff, and then see it and be happy. Right. And it doesn't really matter which one you started on. Right, you will right, right. be just as, like, cool. Like, if you liked the one, you'll like the other ones, and you'll be just as happy. Right, exactly. But if you, like, like in the case of your parents, watch Oh Brother, Where Art Thou first, and connected to it, you might go completely, you might be like, I hate all the rest of Oh, yeah, I hate the rest but of But then this. you could do that same, same thing, thing with Big with Lebowski. Lebowski. Oh, yeah, like, exactly. I saw Big Lebowski. Then I saw like Fargo, it was dumb, and then I saw Brother, it was dumb, and it's like you just want Big Lebowski, like you right. like you just want like, that movie again. And so they're it's not like, going to do it again. It's such for a you. weird, Sorry. it's such a weird director in that ca- in that case. Because right, it's exactly. Like, you, you, how many other directors where you have movies that are so vastly different that you could like one a, a lot, like love it, and then and then be like just not really everything interested else. in any of the other And ones. you know I'm sure I'm sure there's a ton of people like your parents I know my mom loves Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh yeah. There's a ton of people who probably watch that movie go to any other literally any other movie yes, by them and they're like nope. Sing- yep. Every single other one and and nope, are, nope, are nope. upset. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Oh yeah, exactly. Um but like what <laughs> Which is a tribute to them. I mean it's, it's Right, it's cool. true. Like it's my cool. mom loves like, Fargo but then yeah. doesn't like any she doesn't even like Oh Brother. Like yeah, she's not interested yeah. in anything else. Right. She just wants more like of just like strictly like a like a detective-y kind of thing and just that that the whole right. feel of that one. She mm-hmm. likes it. Yeah. And then and then I I've I've tried to I'd be like, "Oh, hey, check out this one or that one." No. Yeah. I didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, just doesn't just doesn't okay. click. Fair enough. <laughs> that that kind of speaks to them again as as directors that are constantly reinventing themselves yeah. and just shooting for a different target audience yeah, every it's crazy. time. I mean, it almost seems. I don't though, know that they're shooting though. I, I, well, okay, I, let me rephrase I, I, that. Let me rephrase it. They're definitely they're, the target audience is them. Yeah, like their target yeah. audience is. Here's what they we want to do. Are their if audience. you are yeah. on board, great. If not, we don't yeah. care. Right. But it does yeah. seem counterintuitive for. Being Success. successful, yeah, exactly. Like, like it seems like the worst idea. Like, <laughs> oh, 
a whole lot of people liked that movie. We'll make something similar. No, we're going to make something we're gonna so do, different. No, our next movie is going to be completely different. The core fans of that movie are not going to like it. Like, but it's going to find new core fans right. for this. Movie. And it's like, what? Why though? Why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's, it's like, like that's what I'm going to do. And it's like, all right. I mean, it's 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 amazing, and I'm I'm glad that they that they care and 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 have enough other crap going on that they're not like depending on the movies they direct. Right. Do you know right. what I mean? Like they're involved so much in producing and other things yeah, that, yeah. that they're making money, they're fine. They're not they're not worried they're about so how the next movie's yeah. gonna do. Like it's not gonna matter. Like if the next movie bombs, like Lady Killers comes out, it's a huge failure. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah. We don't exactly. care. We'll just keep move, making movies. Like nobody's going to stop letting us yeah. write and direct. Right. And there's yeah, no pr- there, there's just no us. studio point. there's yeah. no studio that's going to be like, I don't know, guys. Yeah. Uh, not the, to mention, not to mention how expensive can their movies are cheap to make. Yeah. They they, they they have they have the equivalent of Hollywood tenure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, sure they could make 5 shitty movies in a row and yeah, there's still, still hail there's still a production geniuses. company that would come around and be like yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll like we'll totally back yeah, the next yeah, working sure. title. Yeah, yeah. If you, you know, like you have like an M Night where he makes like one bad one, second bad one, then he's, he's like, done. Gun. He's, he's done. out. Yeah, yeah. Cohen Brothers, they could go a lot longer before people would be like, mm, like yeah. I wonder if Cohen Brothers have lost it. This is their tenth shitty movie yeah. in a row. I wonder if they finally uh, lost. It's the possible, but we'll wait to we'll see wait the next to see one. The next one. Yeah, we'll let you know. Uh, one of the things that I was reading about on set. So like like I, I couldn't find a lot of stuff that went on on set as far as like interesting facts, but uh, two, the the two things that I read that I was like this is perfect. Uh, actually, it was three things. Number uh, the the one of them, John Goodman's character is almost completely based off of a writer and director named John Milius, hmm. who uh, he wrote Conan the Barbarian. Okay, and he yeah. uh, he also helped write um, Apocalypse Now, and he directed Red Dawn. If I remember correctly, and John Milius is this super right wing. Wow, super he looks exactly yeah, like doesn't he? Holy crap! Did you that's see the John picture? Milius. Wow, that's that's John Milius. That's not John Goodman from Big Lebowski. That's what? yeah, that's John Milius. And when that's they asked, crazy. when interviewed, uh, that when they interviewed John Milius about that, when when some publication was like, "So, did you hear that uh, the the as is this with a cigar?" And a gun yep, in his hand. That's, that's, like, that's, that's John Milius to a T. I love that they're friends. Like that baffles my mind that the Coen brothers are actually like friends. I'm just reading about yeah, what you're talking about yeah. here. He's like they wanted him to be in Barton Fink. <laughs> they wanted wow. him, I think, to be John Goodman's character. Yes, in Barton Fink. Yeah, yeah, and he just he was. Which is funny because it's like they're friends, but they're also clearly saying like, "Hey, this is what we actually think you're like." Yeah. Well, when they when they asked when they asked him when, when they asked John Milius about that, he said. Yeah, when I saw the movie, I I could see some compare. I I could see some similarities. That was it. That was it. And he said, and like, and at, at that point, the reporter was like, like, good, bad. I was like, oh, I thought they did it all right. I really liked Walter. <laughs> yeah, of course <laughs> he would. That means they did the character well. <laughs> of course he's gonna like him. I could be friends with him. Yeah, like, yeah, no, exactly. that's. Okay, that's, a, that's a rage really what we were asking. The, a rage hog who pulls a pistol out at the drop of a hat. Oh He's like, God. yeah, constantly referencing. He seems like Vietnam. a good guy. That's <laughs> what like, I like to do. That that wasn't what they were going for. They weren't going for. <laughs> He's likable. <laughs> He's just crazy. Um. He's well, hilarious, hey, but because like a, you're laughing like at how cool crazy he is. He seems like a cool guy. He's to hang a out with guy. Him. So, 
uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. If, if, if you have something. Yeah, to... I'm just going down IMDb trivia. There's a lot for this movie. And this one's actually mentioned several times. Have you heard the 9-11 conspiracy? Oh, Lord. Thing? I always it's love actually, these. It's actually pretty fascinating. So while he's writing the check for the creamer yep, yep. at the beginning. It's September. He writes it's down September, September 11th, 1991, as George Bush Sr. is talking. Yeah. Ooh. Exactly. Uh, what's funny about that, though, is that they go on to explain that the movie takes place in 1990, so he future-dated the check. Yes, he future-dated the check. <laughs> A 69-cent check, by yeah. the way. 20, 21 years? Or no? No, 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 one no. year. He, oh, he, right, he, right. he yeah. dated the check at 1991, so they couldn't cash it. Was it was September 11th. Oh, oh September 11th. He dated 1991. The movie it takes place in 1991. Yeah, yeah, but he... Like, he, like he September 11th, 2001. No, he post-dated the check so they couldn't cash it. For right. sixty nine cents, so we could buy creamer. That's a gr- that's amazing. Um, one of the other. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Parker. No, yeah, okay. um, one of the other interesting, just like funny things that I read that happened on set because the Cohen brothers uh, like to <laughs> fuck around. Wait, before we move away from Milius, do you know that Milius was instrumental in the startup of UFC? It was his idea what? to use an octagon-shaped cage, what? and his association with UFC helped provide interest and investors in starting the UFC. Really? Wow. Like, if it wasn't for him, it wouldn't be a thing. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. He got them off the ground. Dude, this is the guy. <laughs> he this created is the, the guy. octagon. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. This is the guy. This That's is the guy so that when him and um, um, Coppola got together, and they were planning Apocalypse Now, they went to the studio and go, hey, let's do this we want to shoot on location during the Vietnam War. <laughs> they wanted to shoot Apocalypse Now while the war was still going on oh in Saigon. Shit. Oh my gosh! Holy He's shit! So this guy's insane. No, one of the one, one of the things that uh, uh, they had <laughs> the Coens decided to have some fun with uh, Jeff Bridges. You know that scene, like the 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 gutter balls montage, where he like him and. Modern, like like yep. doing the bowling, and then he throws the bowling ball and goes sailing along right, with it. Right, and the yeah the, through the legs of through the, the legs of the bowling girls, and yeah. then, like or, they, yeah, they have to yeah, flip yeah, him yeah. over, and he's just staring right. up at him. So they talked to the girls. They said, "Okay, like you know, what what, what here's what we want you to do, and f- feel free to say no, but we think this would be really funny." They got the girls to wear increasingly more absurd merkins. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, That's amazing. To where, to where by the time That's they got so to the good. last girl, she was like all out of the edges. Or oh my <laughs> gosh! In her, That's in her underwear. amazing. And they said Jeff Bridges had to maintain his like look of like <laughs> glee, like yeah. zen like glee all the time. It's just like what the hell? It's <laughs> 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 just getting more and more ridiculous. Oh, that's uh, great. Apparently, they picked white Russians for him to drink because it was the most disgusting, girliest drink they could find to like. Make Jeff Bridges drink gallons of this I'm convinced that that drink. Oh, well, that movie would have not been a thing before then. No, no, no. It was a thing, but like, but like nobody widely drank at like no, parties. No, 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 no. no. It, it was, it was like, it was like a fuzzy navel. Like yeah. only, only it was a girl drink. Guys but were I think like, it was no even, one. It was even relegated to like. Like fifties, like when cocktails were th- first starting out, and they were just making them out of everything. Like I mean, I, like like craziness, where it was like make a drink for your husband when he gets home. It was like I have these books that my grandmother had that were like about putting like you know raw egg in it. Yeah, it's all these yeah. craziness, and it's like all like these these books from like the fifties yeah. and. 
And like, I bet you it's from that because like they're all about putting cream and everything, putting eggs and everything, putting all these weird drink stuff. Yeah. Wait, so which, like, like today, how many? How, when you go to a party, there's oh, no other. There's no drink. other. Yeah, there's no other drink. I mean, unless you're talking about Kahlua, I don't think that counts. Right. No. But but there's no other drink that people are like, oh, give me that thing with like tons of cream. Exactly. exactly. Like or, or or whatever. Like I, there's no other drink. This like movie. That. This movie single-handedly made the White Russian acceptable to drink. <laughs> But, that, but it's like, but like, yeah. acceptable. Who can, like? Why do you want it to be acceptable? Right, because like, it's, it's not like, like he's socially the, acceptable. Right. Exactly, exactly. He's drinking it because he's a fucking bum. Right, and it's also and he like, doesn't care that it gets all over his mustache. <laughs> um, what? what <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like white Russians, oh, but oh, I yeah. would have never. Like, I never, never would have been. A, it would have never been a thing. It's a traditionally known black Russian. First appeared in 1949. Uh, became a white Russian with the addition of cream. Right. Neither drink is Russian in origin, is an unclear blah, blah, blah. So the first appearance of it is 1965. Uh, it gets put into the Oxford English Dictionary, mentions the word white Russian in the sense of a cocktail. Um, and it was in a newspaper insert. It said vodka cream. Huh. It was a southern drink. Hmm. So, oh, so, Southern, it, it was originally mentioned uh, an ounce of Southern vodka and cream, and Southern is a brand of coffee liqueur. Ah, okay. But that was, and that was like the 60s. That was the, the first instance of it, and then then disappeared until the Big Lebowski. Yep. Yes! That makes sense. Yes. That makes sense. <laughs> I love it. Um, and the one, 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 one of the other little tidbits that I had read about this that I thought was hilarious. And again, I don't know if this is true, but I, th- I want to believe it's true. Um, the Coens didn't really give Jeff Bridges a lot of direction. Mm-hmm. A lot of like the clothing that he wears is just crap that Jeff Bridges yes, had lying I, around I his house. I read that too. The slippers uh, were his as well. Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. much, pretty most most of that uh, out like those or outfits, the sandals, just I should say, stuff he had yeah. like the jellies and stuff. Um, the jellies, that's awesome. But like they said, the only direction they really had to give him was every once in a while, uh, <laughs> Jeff Bridges would walk up to one of them and go, uh, uh, "Hey, do you think the dude burned one on the way to this scene?" Yeah, <laughs> and they'd go. Uh yeah probably oh, okay and then he'd go onto the corner and like rub his eyes to make them all bloodshot <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like that was about the only direction they had to give him like uh yeah he probably burned one <laughs> so so this is cool I don't know if you knew this uh almost all the music on the soundtrack is revealed to actually be playing from an external source it's one of those huh. movies where if you actually look at the film. There's always an explanation for the why oh, that's the cool. music's I like playing. That. That's um, awesome. Like there's I a think, radio involved, right. or there's whatever. or he's like Tarantino he's like used to hearing be really big something. On that. Blah blah right. blah blah yep. blah. Yeah, um, I like that. Sure, it's that's very cool. subtle, and you'd have right. to watch it a billion times to catch yeah, it. To but catch it, yeah. yeah. But even though, even though, when you're hearing the music, it's not, it's not as though you're hearing it through that. Like you right. hear it the way a soundtrack would be mixed nicely with the audio, right? But they, they, I guess you're saying that they're they're right. attributing it to a so, source. So examples: the That's man, cool. the man and me in the first dream sequence fade, fades out after he wakes up, but we still hear it tinny and distant on his Walkman. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, Hotel California plays through the entire scene with the Jesus at the bowling <laughs> That's alley. Si- that scene's incredible. And, <laughs> so and even during the brief flashback, 
apparently has a song playing on the like Alley's PA where system. Where it would be playing in the Alley. Right. Uh, That's the, so cool. The big band music that plays as the dude leaves his house fades as he is heard playing on a Defino's car radio as they talk. Gotcha. So it's stuff like yeah. fades in and out. Right. Yep. Um, cool. So it's almost like we're meant like to believe that. like it's playing on the radio and then it's playing on another radio right. Right. as mm. he gets into a car yeah. and That's stuff cool. like that. Oh, yeah. That's, That's awesome. Cool. So, I like that. Uh, yeah, John, John Totoro's section, just at, like I said, that five minutes of him playing yeah. the Jesus He's so great. is so, I think that was so hilarious. I think that was both Christina's favorite part and her most like, <laughs> what the hell is this guy? John Totoro is, is an interesting actor because he's like so like amazing, but he doesn't have like a, an, like an insane body of work the way no. he, the, as good as he is. Oh yeah, his body of work doesn't reflect. No, how good not he is. at all. Like, like it, it's just a weird body of work. Again, not, 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 not to keep harping on it, but like, I mean, he's, when, when he's, I saw, he's in a, he's in a lot. Like, he just says yes to. He's like one of those guys who says yes to a lot, about everything. But like, and he's always good, really good in whatever he's in. Even though the movie itself might not end up being any good. Yeah, like the movie itself might be like. Mediocre, yeah, at best. not that great. He's kind of like, like a William H Macy at that point. We're like, he's always right. good, but what? He, that doesn't yeah. mean you want to see in it. Mystery man, uh, nothing's saving that. Movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but William H Macy's still good in still it. Still good. Yeah, he still <laughs> brings an A performance every time. Um, but yeah, it, like uh, uh, again, I, I I saw this movie and I was like, who is that guy? Oh, it's John Toro. That's insane. For a while, I couldn't remember his name, and we were just referred to every time we saw him him in something. I'm like, oh, it's the Jesus. And then we saw Barton Fink, and we're like, whoa, it blew us away. That's the same guy. Because yeah, <laughs> he plays a completely different type of person. Do not seek the treasure. Uh, he's one of the main we characters. We thought you was a toad. He's one, of the, he's one of the main characters in Miller's Crossing, too. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, th- th- this movie This movie makes me... And, and Do the Right Thing. Oh, so good in that. John Tutorial was in Do the Right Thing? Yeah, he's I've one of the sons. He's <sighs> one of the Italian sons of the... It's been the, a long the, time. Uh, of the, the, you know, the, the pizza The pizza owner. shop owner. Yep. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta rewatch Do the Right Thing. Um, but... Uh, oh, and he's uncre- his very first movie, uncredited at Raging Bull. Huh? Man at Webster Hall Table. Interesting. Oh, cool. Interesting. Crazy. Did, did, didn't know that. Um, so I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I could go on and on, but I'm not. I'm not, I'm not sure how interesting right. it would be. At there's this no. Point. There, there's really no good ending point because you can just t- talk just about like the movie. The movie. Yeah, because the movie doesn't end. Yeah. It just stops <laughs> yeah. uh, with no real definitive well, answer guess, to anything. I guess that means it's time for me to attempt to do a Sam Elliott impression <laughs> again to wrap this. Wrap this one it was up. Gooder, it was gooder in the beginning. It, it was, was gooder in the beginning. It was gooder in the beginning. I mean, you have to do it real low to the point where you can't even hear it, but you hold the mic. You have to do it. You have to do it real low. It's still, that's no, you, you really, hit, no. You lost, the, you lost it. You lost it. Hitting the trail. Nope. Hitting the trail. <laughs> Just say buzzwords and then there was, there was. Like, I, I always go back to Western. Cool. <laughs> Coors, the banquet beer. That's good. <laughs> that's that's, that's good. You just nailed it. I've good. heard it a thousand yeah, times. That one you. That one's good. You. That one you're good. You can say those two words. Yep, those three words. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, next the next movie, the next episode we're doing uh, is is another Netflix movie. So go ahead and watch it. A classic. Another classic. If, if honestly, if you haven't seen this movie, 
You need to. It's another, incredible. Another classic where, uh, and, and another instance where it's the, the, the creator of the movie has very different movies every time. Oh, yeah. Yep. But extremely similar in the sense of like how they're made, how they're made and yep. who's in them, but completely different like premise, sets of character. Like, well, a lot of the actors are the same, but completely different character types right, exactly. and everything. Uh, but, we're doing This is Spinal Tap. Now, I know what you're thinking. Didn't you guys already talk about this as Spinal Tap? Briefly. Yeah, we did not briefly. briefly enough, I not longly enough. I don't Matt, remember that. Matt, you weren't here for Okay. It. So That's we are why. going to dive in. And if you, seriously, if you haven't seen it, I don't know where, where you've been. I don't know what you've been doing with your but life. It's on Netflix now. It's on Netflix, and it yep. is the most enjoyable 80, 83, I think it's 83 minutes. Most enjoyable 83 yep. minutes you'll have in your life. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, oh, we, we, didn't, we didn't rate. Oh, we, we, we rated at the beginning. Never mind. I forgot. We rated the Big Lebowski at the beginning of the episode. So never mind. Um, so, yeah. Uh, until next time, I'm Chris Klump. I'm Coors. The Banquet Beer. Du- perfect. Again, yeah, you can only say those words. Unfortunately, yeah. so like it'll be like it'll be like Total Recall, cool. like you pretend, you dress up as Sam Elliott and then impersonate him, and that's all you can say. Hey, look at Sam Elliott. Coors. Coors. Yeah, I love Coors. Nice. Coors. And then it's like, what are you doing here? Coors. The Bangers Coors. And then and then Coors. in a higher pitch, you can only Coors. say Coors. <laughs> and then I just pop out and start shooting everyone. Well, then, but then, but then the only other thing you're programmed to say is get ready for a surprise for no reason, <laughs> and then blow up. Get ready for a surprise. So good, guys. Let's do Total Recall. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, until next time, Chris Klump. We already did this. Oh, yes. I forgot. All right. Oh, Coors Parker. the banquet beer. <laughs> yeah. Come on, and I'm man. Parker. We'll see you next time.